There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You guys, it's hump day! It's your hump on. Hump day! You guys, we made it to Wednesday. We just gotta get over this hump. And then we can start that downhill slide into the weekend. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, And as we've started every show for the last few days, we need a word of the day because we're trying to make this fun. And last week, I'm sorry, I have something in my mouth. Okay. Last week, and I'm trying not to touch my face. You guys, this is hard. It's really hard. Um, Last week, uh, we were focusing on hand washing. So we had a little hand washing song that we would play. Whenever we heard the secret word this this week, we're focusing on our social distancing. And so we're looking for a word of the day. The first person to call 651-641-1071 and offer up a word of the day. We will make that word the word of the day. We will then endeavor to add it to our conversation often during the show so that we can uh, practice our social distancing. So, uh, it's kind of a takeoff on Pee Wee Herman. You'll remember on his show, he did the word of the day. Um, but I believe we have a word and it's coming from Amy. Hello, Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amy. Hello. What up? What up? Okay. We would like to know from you, what shall we make the word of the day today? I believe we shall make the word of the day today. Tremendous. Ooh, tremendous. tremendous. That's a good word. I wonder where you hear that word a lot. Do you hear that? I mean, <laughs> it was a drinking game as oh, often as we hear that. Interesting. We should make it a washing game. Tremendous. It's going to be a social distancing game. A distancing game. game. Get you. away. Thank you, Amy. So Thanks, Amy. the word of the day is tremendous. And whenever we say that word, what happens? Away six feet. Just stay away. Just stay away. Just stay away. Six feet. Yes, get out of my way. Like, probably just stay home. Well, you can definitely be six feet away from yeah. the rest of the world that way. Exactly. Do Hashtag it. stay home. Okay. All right, so that's the public service that we are uh, committing ourselves to today. Uh, we are going to make sure everybody's keeping their distance but you know what this is actually kind of um good news apparently our what what we're doing is working yeah no i think we should pat ourselves on the back in this moment Mm. local radio show noon to three forces minnesotans to practice what they preach Woo! 
That's not a headline. No, it's not um, we made. In fact, it's probably it's a lie. But <laughs> here is the headline that I think we should jump up and down for. And we talked a little bit about this. I mentioned this yesterday. Minnesota receives a grade of A. That is, we got an A for social distancing. And this is based on cell phone data. So when I mentioned this or data, whatever, um, when I mentioned this yesterday, I was like, you guys, apparently early indication is we are social distancing, which is awesome. But now we have the details on how this all worked. Are you interested? Yeah. In learning more? Okay, good. Duh. So, um... Well, I don't know. Sometimes you don't want to talk about it. So, Bradley, <laughs> I always want to talk about what you want to bloop, talk about. Bloop. Okay. According to cell phone data. Now, I found this to be completely fascinating. And I've got some information about local stuff as well as national. So the governor yesterday pointed to this data and it was taken off of cell phone towers and then aggregated by a company called Uncast. I don't know anything about them, but whatever. This data showed that um, Minnesotans have decreased their average distance traveled by, get this, do you know? No, I don't actually. Okay, guess the percentage on average how much Minnesotans have uh, distanced their travel. I want to, so, okay, explain further oh, what that me. actually means. Average distance traveled. Like how much we have reduced our average distance traveled on a given day. Mm, uh, I'm going to say 20 miles. Oh, it's a percentage. I'm going to say <laughs> 70%. Holly? I'm going to say maybe like 65. I don't even know how to measure you that. You both overbid, but, over oh, but I uh, like where you're going. Bum, 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 but it's st- <laughs> what you should understand is... The answer is 45.66%. Mm-hmm. On average, we have reduced our mileage, uh, aver- excuse me, our average distance traveled by, you know, almost 50%. That's crazy. Which, I if think. you think about it, is pretty crazy, right? Because there are people who are still going to work. I saw another statistic that our uh, traffic has um, been reduced by like 20 to 30%. Y'all, I can feel that when I'm out on the road. Yeah. Right? Because we still have to come in to work. And when we are. I don't know about you guys, but when I'm driving into work, I oh, it's there's a nobody. It's a ghost town. Also, when people get behind me now in the car, I'm like, like there have been two occasions, I'm not going to lie, where I've like pulled over to let them go around me because I'm like just taking my sweet ass time on the road. Oh, I thought you were going to say to social distance. <laughs> no. <laughs> get away. Get away. Okay in the car. I no, think I there's like enough between you. But um, I want to tell you some more details about this um, social distancing data that they were able to track based on our cell phones, which Uncast's uh, data also showed that the top five social distancing counties, now if you're in one of these counties, you get a pat on the back. Um, spoiler, we're not in these counties at all. Uh, FYI. Bum, 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 but bum. <laughs> the top five social distancing counties in Minnesota, these are already also probably the, um, the, the most uh, introverts per capita, Traverse County, Red Lake County, Swift County, Norman, and Washington counties were all on the top five. The bottom five, also we are not in this, Ottertail, Lake, Aiken, Cook, and Lake of the Woods. So those were the ones that were um, like sort of the worst at social distancing. Are those? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm ignorant. I'm ignorant too. 
I want to know, are they all kind of in the same basic areas? I mean, that's a good question. And somebody who knows the county map better than I do. <laughs> well, Lake of the Woods County is up north, you know, north, up, up north there by up the north? by the boundary waters, I mm, believe. Okay. So, you God, know. What do they have to do? I mean, Bradley, <laughs> they, like they have stuff like Trees? they got to like, you <laughs> Lakes. know, they got to, but you like, know, you know, what? Got, like a downtown area. They got works. What that tells me likely is that they didn't really need to change that much to begin with. Yeah. Probably. It, right. That's actually probably a good point. Um, I also wanted to give you some grade A's from across the nation as well as the bottom five states, because I think people uh, might be curious about that. Again, we're talking about um, cell phone data to determine who, which states are best and worst at social distancing. Minnesota got an A. Yay! Yay. We love that, right? Mm-hmm. Also, we love that because we're all going to be healthier, mm-hmm. we hope. Um, the other grade A's were, get this, Washington, D.C. Oh. Alaska, I mean, well, again, <laughs> isn't like quarantine like par for the course up there i feel like that's what you're signing up for nevada they got an a yeah okay nevada got an a new jersey got an a and rhode island got an a rhode island i mean that might just be virtue of the fact that it's so small yeah (laughs) it's neither i'm surprised delaware is not on there hi hi i'm in in delaware Delaware. Wayne's World. Okay, <laughs> now time. the bottom five social distancing states in the United States. Ready for them? Yep. Uh, Oregon, New Mexico, Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming. I don't even know what to do with that. I know. I was actually surprised that we didn't see big states on there, and I don't know why that would be. So I don't have any data. Here, the only thing I can on that. the the only thing that occurs to me in in the reading of those states is. What I would be, what I'd like to know, I guess, is how many cases do they have in those states, sure. right? Yeah. Because if you have not yet been really touched by coronavirus in that way, yeah, you might not have had to make those changes just yet. True. Right? Because state by state, people are reacting at different paces. Well, what that does tell me is that we're even extra special, according to that theory, because we although we've been touched we mm-hmm. certainly haven't been touched in the way some states like new york and california and washington have yeah that and we are still um doing okay doing the right thing more than most you know and i would also say i'm just going to say it and this is uh, this is um uh, people if you want to take it as a political endorsement oh, no. or th- i'm just saying like people will hear it they want the way they want to hear it yeah i am simply saying the leadership that we have in our governor. Oh yeah. For is sure. part and parcel. Uh this is why we are are behaving this way. That's why we got this grade, right? Because we have a really good leader oh, yeah, who for has sure. given us really good information and made us feel safe. Yeah, and I don't think that's a political thing at all. I mean, I get why you're being cautious, but I think everybody from everything I've read and heard is that people are praising the way our leadership from the governor on down have been um, you know, Supporting I mean, and plus we've got you know the Minnesota Department of Health, which has been extremely helpful. Just yesterday, I was talking to some friends, and you know they were talking about how their friends and stuff online are posting like ridiculous things, like worry about this, what about this? And um, a friend of mine was like, just go to the Minnesota Department of Health if you ever have a question, because it's right? so clear what their advice is and what their suggestions are. Yeah, it, I mean you're absolutely right. In fact, I would actually say that 
everybody is has been tremendous. Get away, man. Yeah. Keep that social distance. I don't want to see you. Uh, I do want to just I drop. Do, but... I want to. I mean, I want to see you. I just don't want to touch you. I want to touch you, but I don't want to touch you. Oh my God. You. Just imagine the day when we can touch each other again. I oh. actually was talking to a friend about this last night about he. This is a friend of mine who lives with a roommate, but they're like acquaintances. They're not besties. Um, and he's single and he's just like he and he's also kind of an extrovert. And he was like, I'm going to have the biggest hugs. Yeah. I'm going to have the biggest hugs. I was watching, um, I think it was This Is Us last night. Don't even get me started. Season finale. Uh, or mid-season finale, whatever. And they were hugging each other. And I started to like physically ache. Mm. Right? Because you start to realize how much you're missing that when you've been paying attention to these distancing uh, measures we're putting into place. Yeah. And then you see people in close physical proximity. There's like an ache to it. Well, and don't you just have a reaction like when you're watching TV and people have those moments that like pre pre uh, coronavirus moments where yeah. you're like, oh, God, we don't do that. Right. And by the way, those moments were like two weeks ago. I know. Isn't that the weirdest thing? I yeah, I could go on for days about this. I'm not going to uh, right now because you know what? We just we got a break right this very second. But when we come back, we are going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood with Elizabeth Reese. It's a dirt alert after this. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here. She's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a Dirt Alert. Hi, you guys. Hey. Hi. It's nice to be with you on this fine afternoon. And also with you. See, that makes me feel normal. I'm like, just, you know, it's that good old Lutheran in me. I know. Listen, girl. It's showing up. <laughs> it's inside of me, too. I know. Always. Bradley doesn't have a Lutheran inside of him, but you know, it's an interesting, he knows the words. Yeah. It's an interesting cultural study. If you have it, I used to have a Lutheran inside me. (laughs) No, I did. No more questions. You were ELCA. Oh, really? You thought I was going to say something dirty. I I did. I thought you were Catholic. I don't know why I thought that. And ELCA is very different from Missouri Synod, which is what I grew up. And I am ELCA. Yeah. I mean, you'll know all the cultural things. One thing we don't do is applaud after any sort of performance. We used to not, but this is like a fairly new thing in the ELCA. We've started to put our hands together. Yeah, that's because ELCA says, hey, guys, let's get crazy. Let's do things new and and crazy. And then others don't. (laughs) We also had folding chairs instead of pews and pita bread instead of, you know, hosts. Well, that's great. Pita bread is so much better than those horrendous wafers. Wafers are the worst. Those wafers are the worst worse you know when i was a kid don't tell anyone this mm-hmm. um when i was a kid you know my dad was a lutheran minister when i was growing up and he always had a portable communion oh thing. sure yeah so he had the little wine and the little cups and then the wafers and a little thing and so we would find them mm-hmm. and then we would eat them out of hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The- Why? First of all, that's so rude to like right. raid my dad's portable communion stash yeah. who he needed to when he like went to hospitals. Right. That's like the body of Christ, man. Yeah, I know. And then I mean, you're Lutheran, it. so it's not literally but the also, body of Christ. Yeah, close. But also, my question is, who who does that for Joe? Like, who who joyfully eats wafers? Weird pastor's kids. Because my okay. mom said that she did the same thing, oh, and she was a pastor's kid too. Okay. So there's something in us that's like, I'm just gonna eat this when I it's want to. It's a rebellious to. streak. I love it. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, okay, let's talk about uh, coronavirus and who is it, it is impacting. And the big story today is Prince Charles. Right. So this is a huge, Ooh. huge story that Prince Charles has contracted COVID-19. He has been told, yes, that this happened. Uh, we don't really know when this happened. They're saying it. What's interesting is that, and this could be the British royal spin machine. Right. They're saying that it's impossible that he contracted it prior to March 13th. That date is important because the last day he spent time with the queen was when, right. Colleen, March 12th. Yes. I mean, and the thing, okay, so here's the thing about this is to your point, Elizabeth, it very well could be the royal spin machine because honestly, it could have happened any time within a 14 day period. It and would be difficult to be able to say the specific date because they're yes. saying they have no idea when because he had done so many public engagements. And that's my second thing, which is we are getting to a point with this virus where it's going to be harder and harder to trace back where you were exposed to it. 100%. Because the more people that have it that are moving about, the harder it is to go, oh, it's that right there. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And when you're looking at what other countries have done, you know, we're always looking at what other countries who went through this first in particular China Mm -hmm. did. There was a lot of quarantining and isolating of people who had merely been exposed. Yeah. And that is something that I think isn't necessarily happening here. And there was also extensive, extensive testing. And we are struggling with the test. We don't have that. We're going to have to figure that out. Yeah, so Bradley, that's sort of where we're at. True words mean, have never been spoken. I don't mean we, that, as in the three or four of us, because I, if that were the case... Then we'd have a whole different problem bye. on our hands. I don't know, of all of us, I would definitely send Holly on to solve any that's problem. Me too, a hundred percent. She would definitely be our spokesperson, because yes. you know she would sound like she had all the numbers. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I try. And we would just be there for support. Yep. I'd probably be making fart noises for levity. I was going to say, I'm just saying, like comic relief in a crisis. Right. I don't know that that's a needed skill, but it's not we've essential. Got it. <laughs> anyway. Well, so, you know what's interesting though is Prince Charles is 71 years old. You know, you forget when we talk about these age ranges and the mm-hmm. people that are most um, likely to really get a severe case of this virus. It happens as you get a little bit older. That's not to say that young people aren't impacted right. seriously. Please, young people, thank you, you for are. saying that. That's the thing I think that's really important important is that somehow that message has gotten spread that you are somehow immune if you are young and that's just simply not true well i give you colton underwood our former bachelor our former virgin bachelor who contracted COVID 19 and he's been really open about talking about he said at one point he felt like he had use of 20 percent of his lungs that's how bad it was that it was very, very, and he, and, I don't like that. And so, and, and I think him sharing those details is really important because he's like in his, you know, young thirties, late twenties. Yeah. Uh, people, I don't want to lift my leg on that story, but just an FYI, we're going to have a conversation about that later in the hour. I'm 
I'm just saying. You just, I'm going to not even be here for that because I don't want to be part Maybe of it's a little blind eye to me, but just go with it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> Kendall Jenner sparking some concern. Listen, you got to be really careful what you post out there, you guys. Um, she sparked some concern among her followers on Tuesday. She shared an Instagram story of herself revving the engine of a red convertible. And then fans were quickly begging her to stay indoors and self-isolate so as to um, not unknowingly spread the virus okay. to more vulnerable communities. Okay. you. And she you, said, of course, I'm staying home. You can be outside. And you can be in your own car. Yeah. In your own driveway. And in Calabasas, those houses are so ding-dang big. Yeah. It's not like a South Minneapolis situation where, like, I walk outside and I'm basically in my neighbor's bathroom. Yeah. In sourdough news, Jenna Fisher is baking up a storm. Oh my gosh, Jenna Fisher from The Office. Many people have been messaging me saying, hey, since you're doing your sourdough starter, you need to watch Jenna Fisher's Instagram stories. I've been doing it. You should do it too. You sourdough gotta wake up with her too. Sourdough for the world. Sourdough Thank you, news. Elizabeth Reese, for bringing a lot of yourself to the Dirt Alert today. All right, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge, 651 1071 30 seconds five pop culture questions get them all right you win a prize thank you holly for that update and by the way i do want everybody to know we will be carrying uh governor tim waltz's address at two o'clock yep. live here on the air so don't feel like you need to go anywhere else uh you know in fear of missing it we will have it right here for you um because we will always be giving you the information you need to know when it is available to us and just know that and be secure in that. And then in the meantime, in between time, we're just going to have some fun. Like right now. Like right now on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. On the phone today, Colleen. We've got Becky on the line. And what is Becky playing for? Becky is playing for a big fat one of these. A MyTalk 1071 mystery prize. Yay. Becky, timer will begin <laughs> after I ask the first question. Are you ready to go, honey? I'm nervous, but yes. Don't be nervous, honey. This is the easiest thing you're going to do all day. Okay. Uh, I'm guessing it's probably not. But no. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't hey. have said that. I shouldn't hey. have said that. No, it'll be fine, Becky. It's fine. Take your sad trombone and sorry. put it where the sun don't shine, which is pretty much everywhere right now. Right. Anyway, here we go, <laughs> Becky. Steve Irwin was known by what nickname? Oh, my God. No. Steve Irwin. Um... He's not the crocodile. Yes, hunter. yes. What yes, is the name of the British guy. royal? What's the name of the British royal palace in London? Oh my God, this is harder than you think. Not Windsor Castle. Nope, the other one. Um. Oh, I feel like such an idiot. You want me to pass? Um, keep going. Padma Lakshmi is a host on what food competition series? Oh Lord. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh, Becky, oh, I'm Becky. sorry. I let you down. <laughs> it's okay. Becky can play again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Let's get to the questions she did not get correct. She didn't think she got the first one correct, but she indeed she did. did. It was the Crocodile Hunter. Yes. That's Steve Irwin. And then Buckingham Palace. Uh, oh, I did that backwards. Buckingham Palace is the name of uh, the Royal Palace in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, Padma, Lak- Padma Lakshmi is a host on what food competition series? That would be Top Chef. And then That 70s Show takes place in what state? Wisconsin. How do they pronounce that? Sure. Uh, Vince McMahon is the CEO of what entertainment company? WWE. I think it's Wawa. Wawee. Wawee. 
Now that we've answered all those questions in the 30-second pop culture challenge, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. There's always a bounty of juicy celebrity gossip mystery. Thank to dish. you. Here is your first serving. It isn't coronavirus fears that is causing the foreign-born former A-plus list tweener to bail on stadiums. His team has discovered the singer isn't popular enough to fill up stadiums. Oh, that is going to be Justin Bieber. Bieber fever. Turns out nobody has that. Yay. So apparently it isn't COVID-19 concerns. That is that fever that is driving this decision? Nope. It's actually the fact that Justin Bieber's team has discovered that Justin Bieber isn't popular enough anymore to fill up stadiums. Well, um, is it nobody's doing stadiums right now? So was this like for later this year or something? Yes. Okay. So maybe they're just like saying they're preemptively doing this, but it's really to cover up the fact that that was probably going to flop. Right. Yeah. Got it. Because Got most it. of the dates were in mid-May to anywhere ending maybe even in August, but it was a, a late summer. It was all summer long. So they're I, just calling it off. Yeah. Okay, so I have a thought about this. Or like, a, I don't know. I just wonder why it hasn't, like in the curriculum that is offered to pop stars, Yeah. why they don't learn that nobody can go fully off the rails and recover from that. Do you see what I'm saying? Like the way that Justin Bieber kind of at the height of his career, like, Oh, I see what you're kind of, you know, decided to start doing scissor and like acting a fool and peeing in buckets and going to strip clubs or not strip clubs, but like, uh, you know, escort. What are they called? Like spas, you know, like he started doing all of this stuff Thinking, of course, that he was invincible. Yeah. But the real truth is no pop star has ever recovered from something like that. You can't go off the rails and then fill a stadium again. Right. Well, and that he walked away from his last stadium tour as well. Remember when he had right. the Purpose World Tour and he walked away from that. Now, I'm looking at Ticketmaster and it seems that most of Justin Bieber's concerts are still scheduled. But I suppose this would just mean state. They haven't formally announced yeah. it yet. Yeah. No. I feel like there's, you know, we're about a week away from a bunch of just extensions of of deadlines mm-hmm. that have sort of come, you know, people canceling things. I know we're still waiting. By the end of the week, we're supposed to find out if our cruise is actually going to be canceled because obviously it will be. But, you know, there's all these things just kind of hanging yeah. out there still. They still haven't canceled that thing no i mean they're they've suspended all their operations through the 11th of april obviously but they haven't canceled any cruises beyond that date but they're expected to announce an extension of that that is fascinating you know another celebrity gossip mystery to solve this afternoon this late night talk show host is using this opportunity to try and get new blood on his writing staff he says it's for fresh ideas Really, it's so he can pay them less oh. and keep more money to himself. Oh, is this James Corden? Oh. Is that who you were going to guess? No, trainer? I was going to say Jimmy Fallon. No, oh, this sounds like a very James Corden. Well, thing. he is a d bag, right? So James Corden is using this opportunity to try to get 
new writing staff on his show. James Corden says it's for fresh ideas, but really it's so James Corden can pay them less and keep more of the money for himself. That's nasty. That is extremely rude. That's nasty. Mm -hmm. I will say that NT Lawyer does not have a high opinion of James Corden. I feel like that's obvious, right? Or I shouldn't say obvious, but we've heard that before, right? right? That he's not the, like, super nice guy everybody cracked him up to be. Mm -hmm. Right. True. And he kind of admitted it himself late last year, saying that he went to therapy because he was a meanie. I'm paraphrasing. Yep. Extremely. But he's even putting it out there, I suppose, trying to get ahead of the story. I don't feel like it worked, maybe. Another blind item for Colleen and Bradley to solve today. Things are so bad for the company that bought the reality How stars. How bad are they? They're so bad <laughs> that when they bought the reality stars cosmetic line, uh-huh. they made up all kinds of excuses to not report their losses from it in their quarterly SEC filings. This is that highly cosmetics. But what's the name of the company that Color Pop? Nope. What is it called? Cody. Cody. Cody Cosmetics. Yes. Cody International. Yes. So things are so bad for Cody that when they bought Kylie Cosmetics, that they made up all kinds of excuses to not report their losses from it in their quarterly SEC filings. Now, remember mm. this blind item because we said we were going to check on those quarterly filings. Yes. When it was happening, mm-hmm. probably right around now, but apparently no. we can't find the information because they don't want to release it. Interesting. Also, to be fair, are anyone's quarterly filings right now going to be good? Yeah, I mean, good probably point. not. You make a good point. But I think they just paid for her name, and then they're going to have to like turn it around and figure out a way to make money on it, right? But see that? Yeah, I mean, I have so many questions, and we don't have no more time because Holly Roberts is going to extend our blind iteming because she did the heavy lifting and listened to a podcast. Hosted by NT Lawyer last night where we learned a whole lot of stuff, including some stuff about celebrities with coronavirus and also that infamous feud between Kim Kardashian and Taylor Swift. We'll hear all from Holly, her podcast report after this on My Talk 1071. Well, I think that uh, I'd like to kick off this conversation with a text we just got. And when I say text, I mean tweet on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We got a tweet from Mrs. Waterman and uh, she asked a question that I think will fit nicely into the conversation we're about to have. And I promise you this will get answered in some way, shape or form. In a moment, Mrs. Waterman says, I need you guys to talk some sense into me. I get so mad hearing about celebrities testing positive. The accessibility of tests to those of status makes me want to rage. What am I missing? Well, Holly has some of those answers uh, and some other answers to some other things you might be curious about because she listened to a podcast hosted by NT Lawyer, who uh, sources our blind items uh, for our Blinded by the Item segment. And... Holly, you learned a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. NT Lawyer was providing a lot of hot gossip. So let's preface this whole conversation by saying NT Lawyer, he writes these blind items. They're little nuggets of gossip. So we can't say for sure whether or not anything that we're going to discuss is true or not. But but we do have experience with some of these things coming true. Yeah, we do. So I think that there are three takeaways 
from this podcast, by the way, NT Lawyer put it up on his Patreon for free. So anybody can listen to this. I love this. This is just one of the many bonuses we're getting in mm-hmm. this time of crisis. Free content. Get it. Yes. Get your gossip. Well, here's one of the takeaways. Now, in the past couple of days, we've been talking about that leaked video between Taylor Swift and Kanye West. And we were like, well, where did this come from? NT Lawyer says that video was leaked by Chris Jenner. There. <laughs> and you guys talked about it like yesterday. Like we thought. Like you thought. And the reason that Chris Jenner leaked this is because the Kardashians are really wondering how their brand is going to make it through a global crisis like COVID-19. Right. With their show starting on Thursday. Yeah. I mean, the timing is so obvious. Exactly. Right. Totally obvious. And that there's real concern in the Kardashian-Jenner camp about how they're not gaining any new fans. And they understand that they're not gaining any new fans to their brand. However, they're just trying to hemorrhage the loss of existing fans as well. So right. it's like, how do we get people to talk about us? Right. Well, yeah, because I imagine they're aging out. Like, who's, like, after the age of, I don't know... Well, I don't want to assume because I'm sure there are people of all ages who are obsessed with the Kardashians. Kardashians. But for the most part, I imagine it's a certain demographic and that demographic's going to age out unless you're replacing it. And presumably the reason they're or uh, one of the ways they're trying to replace it is by throwing fists at each other, as evidenced by the trailer for the upcoming season. Sorry, Holly, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, and I can't. I'm sorry, but I have to continue to derail it for just one moment, please, because I watched that promo again today. And do you know what is so disturbing about that scene? Oh, the fact that um, Courtney fat shames her sister. Well, that. But what's okay? But but let me just take a step back even further. So it's a fist fight that happens between Courtney and Kim Kardashian. And yes, Courtney says something about her fat butt, which I mean, I don't even know what to do with that. But the piece that really is disturbing about that, you guys, is does anything that happens on Keeping Up with the Kardashians? happen naturally and spontaneously so that was planned is the point and that's the thing that just is like ridiculous to me that's why i'm saying i think that one of the ways they're trying to get a younger audience probably is by just being as you know bottom of the barrel i'm not saying young people possible it's not like anything unique to the current crop of young people because we all were obsessed with jerry springer at a Mm -hmm. certain point in our lives true Mm-hmm. Okay, back to the blind items because I do want to answer Mrs. Waterman's question about how all of these celebrities are testing positive for coronavirus. How they getting the test? How they getting the test? They're paying for it. That's how they're getting the test. How does this work? This, according to NT Lawyer, so this is his little slice of gossip. Well, doctors have them, and they're willing to sell them to people who have the money. That just doesn't seem like... I really hope that that's not true, and (laughs) it probably is, and my God. Well, here's a story that NT Lawyer has about all of this, and it concerns Kris Jenner. So remember, this was about 10 days ago. On the 16th, Kris Jenner tests negative for coronavirus. We were like, okay, and... Like, why why? was she getting tested in the first place? Exactly. With no symptoms. Right. So she got tested, according to a source, because she was attending a party where someone tested positive for COVID-19. So she took a test as a precautionary measure. So that's according to her sources. That's her talking to Entertainment Tonight, okay? Yeah. So, But then again, like, sorry to pause and say this again. 
she took as a precautionary measure. Yeah. When the rest of us are being told you have to be showing like severe symptoms in order to get oh, a test. Yeah. Not even severe symptoms. You have to be in a hospital and you have to have like proof of, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. Right. Right. So, so you're, ridiculous. So you're like, well, how the heck did Chris Jenner get her hands on a test as a precautionary measure? Well, NT lawyer says that Chris Jenner found a test through a doctor that tested three wealthy residents of Calabasas, California. That's where the Kardashian Jenners like to have their mansions and their houses. So this doctor tested three guys who lived in Calabasas after they went on an Italian ski vacation. This was prior to the big COVID-19 outbreak. So essentially what NT Lawyer is saying is that there are doctors that are willing to serve as Hollywood celebrities for a price and that they have access to these tests. Meanwhile, the rest of us... Mm-hmm. Like you guys were saying, the criteria to even have access to a COVID-19 test is that you have to be gravely, gravely Ill. Ill. Yeah. Rude. Like Dr. Prof- Propofol. What's his name? Dr. Conrad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Conrad Murray. Yeah. yeah. And finally, you know, to get to Mrs. Waterman's point here, the last little bit of gossip that NT Lawyer is serving in this podcast is he said, watch out for false COVID-19 diagnoses from celebrities because he's saying that these celebrities... Their lives are yes. based on the attention that they yeah. receive. Yeah. And how are they going to get attention right now? Yep. By talking about, I mean, it, it makes sense. It's the thing that everybody's talking about. So if you want to be relevant, you have to somehow insert yourself into the conversation. It is aberrant, but it is happening. Uh, and I mean, I'm not naming any names, but we talked about it earlier. And mm-hmm. I think that there's some speculation that Colton Underwood may be. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to talk about some other stuff. Just stay right there. <laughs> Actually, we have a question. What is your work from home fail? 65164. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.